But then again, who asked me? Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast. As y'all know, I am Zell. Okay, so a few things to touch on before we get into our recaps. Um, You know, it was giving medium mess in the Bravo pop culture sphere for the week. Um, so first things first, we got the news today that, you know, some may have cared about, not personally me, but it's that the Real Housewives of Dallas will not be returning. Okay. I mean, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like that tracks. I kind of feel bad for Tiffany Moon, um, but the rest of them, be well, okay? Bless your heart. That's all I have for them. <sighs> we also got that Fallon um, from Portia Simon, Fallon, Love Triangle, is pregnant with the guy that Simon originally said that she was sleeping with. Huh. You know... <sighs> Again, okay, I don't know. I cannot continue to pour in to Simon Portia Fallon. Um, and I think I think everyone's good there. Until I see a trailer for Family Show or Atlanta that shows otherwise, I'm gonna just be like, all right, we're all good. And lastly, one more thing I wanted to post on. So a few weeks ago, I posted on the Instagram um, and it was Sierra from Summer House. And she had shared like, a, you know, some type of Instagram quote thingy. And it said, if I have to ask about rule number one of Aquarius or whatever her sign is, if I have to ask about it, I already know about it. And she typed something of along the same lines in there, like, don't make me ask or something. And I was like, Sierra I see all the buzz on the internet baby girl please 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 don't let this be about Austin's Muppet mouth ass like I don't I can't that girl is gorgeous gorgeous she just posted a photo today that I was just like oh my god why would she be wasting her time with him? Like, at least Luke was fine. Like, Luke was dumb as a box of rocks and, like, a fuckboy. But he fine. Okay, let's not play. Austin? Austin? Austin that hopped on live with Tammy Laminase? Why? For why? And then... Um, Austin and Lindsay were seen out and about looking awfully cuddly on her birthday weekend. And I'm just like, oh my God, please don't let these two be fighting over Austin. I, I won't be okay. First of all, I love Lindsay, but I'm gonna have to choose Sierra's side. Like I'm gonna have to. But I just don't want them arguing over that boy. He, ugh, ugh. Can you imagine? But also, you know what popped into my head? Could you imagine Madison and Lindsay from Summer House in an argument. Like that is a lot of chaotic energy. I feel like I might almost be a little bit scared, but also it's like watching a train crash. Like I wouldn't be able to look away. Whew, I just, 
let my thoughts get away from me there for a second with that one. But we will see. I'm going to need Bravo to start delivering on the summer house winter fever or whatever the fuck we're calling it. Because what, where are we at? And they recorded that over six months ago. And I know y'all just sitting on the footage, chop and screw it and put it on my screen. I want to see. Okay. Ugh. But besides that, I don't have anything else. Let's just hop into the mess that is going to be these recaps because Lord Jesus, these shows delivered this week. Alrighty. So if you follow me over on the Who Asked Me Instagram page, you know that there is no um, Roni recap this week. And that is because I did not watch the episode. Um, like I said, over on Instagram, I was already weary of like New York because I knew we were going back to Black Shabbat the week before had just been a fucking hot mess. And then I didn't watch the episode Tuesday night because I was at work. Um, and then when I started seeing the rumblings on the internet about what was said, and then I finally watched the snippet of Ramona reacting to Ebony's friend telling her story of her complications during labor and the care that she received. I just, I just knew that it wasn't for me. Um, also one of my best friends was like, yeah, you shouldn't watch it. So medical racism is something that I have experienced myself. Um, when I was 16, I had blood clots in my lungs and you know, it's such a crazy situation. Sometimes I think back on it and I'm like, Ooh, like that happened. That actually happened when I was 16 years old and I'm fine now. Uh, like I'm good. Um, but you know, it was a freak incident. You know, like I said, no one expects a 16 year old to have blood clots. So I'll never forget that night. Um, I woke my mom up in the middle of the night. I couldn't breathe. Like I just, I had been in pain for a couple, like probably three or four days couldn't pinpoint exactly what it was. Um, my mom drove me to the emergency room. We checked in, got with the doctor. We ran a few tests, you know, and I'll never forget. He asked us, what did you guys have for dinner tonight? And, um, cause my blood pressure was high, higher, you know, than usual. Um, and it was red beans and rice and fried pork chops is what we had. And he pretty much almost wanted to stop treating me there because he was like, oh, and he tells my mom, you know, you really should be more aware of what you're feeding your children. Fried foods aren't good um, for you. And, you know, he throws out the high blood pressure um, and a couple other conditions that Black people are stereotypically known to have. And, you know, was so ready to discharge me and brush it under the rug. If my mom had not been there to fight for me and tell, you know, that doctor, because obviously this is a white man, um, you know, you, your job here is to care for my daughter. And we do not have any solid answers to what's wrong with her, especially based on the information that she's giving you. So I remember there were like two more tests. He was like, uh, I could have run them, but it's probably not going to show us anything because he was very like, oh, it's the red beans and rice and pork chops. Of course they ate shit. And it wasn't, 
it wasn't shit. Okay. My mom is a great cook. And at one point he had told me, I'm pretty sure you have a mild case of pneumonia. So I'll never forget. We ran those last two tests. Um, that man came back in the room and the color was gone from his face. And he told us, um, you know, you have pulmonary embolism. And I'm 16, so I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means. And my mother, again, a face I will never forget. And she was like, she is 16. What do you mean? And he's like, um, well, uh, you know, I don't know. It's blah, blah, blah and stuttering because he has no fucking words because of how he just treated us and tried to dismiss me and my pain and what I told him I was going through. So um, we have to put it in layman's terms for me, obviously. And, you know, the whole situation from beginning to end was just such a fucking exhausting journey and it does it did shape you know to this day how I feel about going to the doctor I'm not going to sit here and lie I absolutely probably should go to the doctor more I had a checkup earlier this year my first one in I don't know how long because I don't my one of my earliest experiences was terrible with it Okay. Um, I don't know what it's going to take for Bravo to see that it is past time for Ramona Singer to be off of our screens. I don't know how many more people she needs to offend or trigger, but it's, it's exhausting. Like it really is. And yeah, that's why I was like, you know, I can't do this. I'm going to finish out the rest of the season, especially with all of these, you know, casting rumors and whatnot swirling around every other week, which are exhausting within themselves because some of y'all are getting real yourselves really caught up in the ignorance. Um, you know, I think I said it on last week's episode or maybe the week before how I feel about casting and what I think should happen because again I'll state everybody thinks that oh bringing so-and-so back bringing so-and-so back listen y'all you can't like you can't ever bring back the past okay you can have the memories of it but the answer to Roni for me is not going back it's not leave Bethany where she at okay leave Dorinda where she at. I, you know what? I'll say this. I can take her leave Dorinda if she were to come back. It's not digging up all these old housewives and trying to put them back on the show. It is 2021. The show in life has evolved. Okay. And again, we are talking about New York city, one of the most diverse cities in the world. You, with the most in some of the most entertaining people I've ever seen in my life. They're all around in New York. It's not that hard. Okay. It's really not in Bravo. Like y'all, y'all have the resources to do it. So please just do so. But that's going to be it 
for anything I have to say about Roni this week. Um, you know what? Let's go to Potomac and talk some shit because I definitely have some things to say about that woman that shares the same name as me. So we start off the episode. The ladies are still in Williamsburg and I just have to point out this one <laughs> funny little tidbit. Giselle pulls Robin and she's like, let's go have a business meeting upstairs. And those two go and Escala says, maybe they're talking about how to teach the swim class. And Candace is like, oh, you sweet, sweet, naive child. That's not what happened. That's not what's happening. But it is for Giselle to attempt to be a good friend. And you know what I realized, honestly? Giselle and Robin's friendship works for one another. It wouldn't be the type of friendship I have around me um, because even the conversation, I don't think Giselle's wrong for having the conversation with Robin. It's the words she chooses and it's just her internalized misogyny. But what Robin's been her friend for a long time. So whatever gets through to her and she knows gets through to her, fine, whatever. If I was having a hard time and... One of my friends said, oh, you are not about to let your fine ass husband see this. First of all, why are you thinking my husband fine? Shut up. That's not about him. It's not me. Call me fine. I'm fine. All right. Like, no, we are not. No one's thinking about Juan right here. Okay. We need to be thinking about me. In which Robin reveals that she has offers from TJ Maxx and Macy's and she just doesn't go after them and... I'm not gonna lie, this part with Robin like really tugged at my heartstrings because her concerns are valid. They lost all of their money. I cannot imagine. And what she's saying is like the high, she's so scared because the higher she goes up, the harder and the further she would have to fall if that were to happen again. And it's just, it is really sad. Um, I just wish she had, again, for moi someone delivering it to her a little bit softer than Giselle. But again, that's her friend. That's her friend. And she loves her. So whatever. Now, the ladies are getting ready to do these swim aerobics. And let me tell you, when they put those big ass uh, swim caps on, they look like those things from the Proud Family, those little peanuts that uh, were like attacking the island. Y'all seen the Proud Family movie? It's a throwback, but you'll have to look it up. Maybe I'll put a um, picture up on Instagram later as y'all are listening to this. And, you know, Ashley Darby shows up and, mm, okay. Ashley came to get the mess started. They're filling her in on what has happened since she has not been there. And, you know, Karen is telling her, well, she, she made Wendy cry, not in front of her, but like the thing she said, it was just a little harsh and Wendy cried. And Ashley says, that doesn't sound like Giselle. And I'm just wondering, what Giselle are you speaking? Are you talking about me? Because you can't be talking about Giselle Bryant. That sounds exactly like her. Like, ex exactly like her. Okay. Like, so then when... Ashley's like, oh, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. She tells, you know, Giselle relays the message being messy as she usually is. And Giselle starts this narrative of if Wendy cried, that's her own shit, not me. And I'm just like, that that's not true. Yes, it what you said stroke a, struck a nerve in her. 
but that's not her own bullshit. If you wouldn't have said anything, then she probably wouldn't have cried. You fucking ignorant asshole. Like that is my thing about Giselle. Like she takes it too far. And then her inability to apologize. And this is like beyond her and Karen, her inability to be like, Oh, well that shit, that wasn't, I'm sorry. I didn't know she cried. Okay. Cause Giselle didn't know that. I didn't know she cried. And that definitely wasn't my intent. I didn't think that the conversation went that went there to make somebody that upset. That's fine. But to gaslight somebody and be like, Oh, that's her own internalized shit. Girl, you are still pushing the narrative that Wendy is deeply insecure. You are deeply insecure. I don't care how pretty you are or not. You have things in your life that make you insecure. That is why you are so fucking messy. You and Ashley both, okay? And then for her and Ashley to be like, we both know what it's like to have these rumors in the press. No, 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 no. Okay, we do not start comparing apples to oranges. We are not comparing Jamal and Michael to Eddie. Because, child, that... First of all, Michael is a molester, okay, and an abuser. Jamal is just a cheater, like a downright dirty dog, okay? Eddie was falsely accused of some shit. And, like... Ashley and Giselle are thinking about it in the way of like, oh, we should be the ones to bring it to her because we know what it's like to have these rumors. And it's like, actually, no, it, I don't think y'all should be the ones to bring it to her because it sounds like big misery loves company energy. Okay. Like y'all's husbands are guilty of doing that shit. Like, so when they go out to brunch, lunch, whatever, every, first of all, I just want to point out, everybody changes their clothes and Giselle stays in that fucking ugly ass uh, sweatsuit. And I don't, whatever, I can't even talk about Giselle's fashions right now. Like the whole discussion at the table was ridiculous because Wendy is the person who got interrogated. And when she's trying to explain how it made her feel, they're gaslighting the fuck out of her. And then Robin comes and sits down and wants to be tagged in so damn bad. And all that did was make the internet do what it does and pull up the clips from, I think it was season two when Ashley was talking about um, rumors that she heard about Juan. And Robin, what did Robin do? What was her response? She snapped. She went to Oz, Ashley and Michael's failed restaurant, and got in Ashley's face and pointed in her face. One, two. There's also, remember, the clip from them at the lunch. And Robin is so mad and emotional. She starts yelling and, like, scream crying. She's like, you can't talk about my family. She is making the exact same argument that Wendy is making. So what's the problem? Because Robin didn't get plastic surgery before she did it. Like, say what you mean, y'all. This argument is so, so on the wrong side of history. Like, you really are. Okay. And Robin sits down. She's like, okay. As if Wendy's saying something that they didn't say. Robin, you called her loose. Loose. Okay. And if you use the wrong word there, then fucking say that fucking say, okay, I shouldn't, and same with Giselle. Okay. Maybe lack of substance and loose are not the words I should have fucking used. Like my word, I'm also not going to, I don't know. I find it odd 
that even though they knew Wendy before, I find it odd that this plastic surgery, they're talking about Mia has it all and not once. Now, did they talk about her plastic surgery? Lightly, nothing compared, nothing compared to how they talked about Wendy's. Not once was it ever the conversation around Mia's plastic surgery. Was it ever that she was insecure? Like never once have they questioned like, oh, what was she doing before? Why she must've been very insecure. Like not once have they asked that about Mia and she has had this two of the same procedures that Wendy had plus more. Okay. Like, and then when they fail their point um, to make their point about the body shaming that they're trying to do, they take issue with how Wendy is speaking to them. And they tell her, we're not on a panel on CNN. Y'all, you know what? The Green Eye Bandits is a good name for y'all because y'all are so fucking jealous. That's probably why your eyes are so green, okay? Because y'all are green with fucking envy. First, she's lacking substance and loose. And then we're talking about the plastic surgery. Then you're taking issue with how she's talking to you because you're talking like she's on CNN. Oh, but I thought her accolades were, you know, she's decorated. She's a professor, she can't do this. Now you're trying to use it to throw in her face. Shut the fuck up. Like, shut the fuck up. This was hard for me to watch. And then especially for Giselle to be like, you can't receive anything. Listen, listen, listen. I hate when people tell me, okay, you can't receive anything right now. I don't have to receive your bullshit all the time. It's called a fucking boundary. I don't want to receive it. Okay, so I'm gonna leave it right there with you. What what part of that is so hard? All right, I don't have to take all the bullshit you throw at me and said vice versa. We're done. I don't wanna talk about it anymore, period. All right. Like, and for when Wendy is talking about, you know, Eddie and saying like how supportive he was and she gets emotional, Ashley and Giselle are like, oh, why are you, why is she getting so emotional talking about Eddie? Bitch, sometimes I get emotional thinking about how supportive my fiance is to me as well. In the things he's, like, if y'all have fucked up relationships, just say that. I mean, you don't have to say it because we know it. But what the hell? There's, like, I, and I'm not an emotional person. I really don't cry easily. But yeah, sometimes when I'm thinking of, like, where I've been and the things I've been through and where I'm at now and the support I have for my fiance, I, yeah, I get a little, a little teary eyed and that's fine. It's totally fine. Also, I want to touch on something when it comes to Giselle, because I saw this on Twitter and I actually do agree with it 120%. And it's like, it said, I want the ladies of Potomac to free themselves from the, you don't have a man diss. And I'm using air quotes with that. I agree. It is very annoying And I said the same thing about Kenya. I don't think that it's, um, I wouldn't say that to somebody just if I was arguing with them about something else. You know what I mean? I don't think it's fair. However, comma, furthermore, let me say this about Giselle and Kenya, actually. Those are two women that are constantly like, trying to paint the picture like they have a relationship it's all at the end of the day it all stems from internalized misogyny from both sides of this argument 
They're always trying to paint a picture that they have a relationship instead of like leaning into it. Like I'm doing me right now. I'm fine. Like I'm good. And actually, and I don't even want to say leaning into it, actually being good with it. Okay. You don't have to have a man. All right. Because trust me, they're annoying. But when like is for instance with Kenya constantly trying to bring a new man around and when she first came on um, Atlanta and then same thing with Giselle with Sherman and then I think there might have been one more I can't remember but constantly trying to bring these dudes around trying to make it seem like okay I, I have a relationship I can hold one up no girl like just be by yourself and when it comes to the other lady saying that let me say this about Giselle, not so McKenna. We can eject out of this at this point. She is always coming for somebody's relationship. That's my thing with her. If she would just leave relationships alone, like it, it I would be like, yeah, they need to stop talking about her not having a man. She's always got somebody else's relationship in her mouth. So while we're on the topic, sweets. You're not the one to be giving relationship advice. I'm sorry. You're just not. And let's call a spade a spade. It's a problem. All right. She could have just said nothing or she could have taken it to Wendy herself. She brought it up to Ashley multiple times. She brought it up to Robin multiple times. When Wendy was in the space, she had ample space and opportunity to bring this up to her. So I, I, I can't listen to this like, oh, Wendy is getting upset for no reason. Oh, um, you know, she, the only thing I will say about Miss Wendy is when she fucking snapped on Giselle and because she did, she read her from Monday to fucking Sunday. My God. I winced a couple times like, mm, mm. My only thing about her is when she started saying, I will beat your motherfucking ass and fuck these cameras. Because Wendy was so vocal about Monique actually beating somebody up and saying she would beat their ass last year. And I, like I always say, you do not know how you're going to react when you're in the moment. Okay, when it is pointed at you, like I said about the Ebony or Ebony's reaction to Bershawn versus Sonia, when she's like fighting, you don't know until the white woman is in your face. Okay, what your reaction is going to be. Same thing here with Wendy. You were on the outside looking in last year and you just dragged Monique. Oh my God, I can't believe she did that. And now look at you on the couch telling you, telling Giselle, you're going to beat her ass. Okay. I'm not mad about it because that would have been my reaction too. It really would have been. And then let's talk about Robin's drunk ass for a second because Robin, look, everybody, Ashley was drunk early in the day. She definitely was. Robin was drunk. Okay. She really was because Robin went from when Wendy went around the room and said, was it you? Was it you? Was it you? Robin said, I don't know what you're talking about, but then wanted to be tagged into the argument. Now, which one is it, Miss Robin? Do you not know the rumors and you don't know what we're talking about or you do? And we all know because yeah, look, this is one of those scenes that I wanted to ask Giselle and Robin, like, do y'all know that y'all, y'all remember about the microphones and the cameras following y'all around, right? Like we saw you. I just want to make sure. Okay. I got the same thing to say about the Beverly Hills ladies here in a second, but like, I just want to make sure y'all know that we saw you. So Robin, I don't know why the fuck you sitting here saying, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. 
and your best friend is Giselle. She can't keep her damn mouth closed. We know you know what she's talking about. And for Ashley to try and say, I just don't think you should take these rumors too seriously. Ashley, you, we wake up and there's another picture of your husband on the internet cheating on you. What? You two are not the ones to be telling Wendy how she should feel about this rumor. Because it's an actual rumor. It's There's no truth to it. Last thing's last. I feel like, because I didn't watch the whole episode of Potomac over again, but I watched this last part and I'm a little confused because at the end when Ashley is leaving, Candace comes and they get into that little spat in the kitchen, but Candace is like crying because she has her napkin and she's, you know, dotting her face. And I'm like, why is she crying? What did we miss here? All right. And I have to, I'm sorry, I have to shout out Candace this episode. Her commentary, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. When she said Ashley and her forehead or her forehead and her milk just showed up. And then Mia, whatever Mia was saying, look, I y'all, I can't even get into Mia right now because I don't, she said that I can't remember who it was. She said somebody was boring and had no storyline. Maybe it was Wendy. And I'm like, girl, did I blink too long and miss your storyline? All you keep doing is jumping on Giselle's team, which I don't know why, whatever. And then lying about being a stripper. Okay. You said the word stripper. You said you were a stripper. And then when somebody says it, I wasn't a stripper. I was an escort. Okay. And then getting mad on Twitter about Candace calling you a lady of the night. I, I, I can't with her. I really can't. Like, you're not giving what's supposed to be have gave, but whatever. When Candace said, be quiet with your big ass feet. Oh my God. I laughed out loud. Out loud. I'm, I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm not a candy gal. But like, she is funny this season. She is funny. Okay. Also, if if you're one of those people online saying shit about Candace and, you know, her telling Ashley, take her milk and get the fuck out, like, but then want to comment on how she doesn't have kids of her own, you need to stop. That's, you need to stop. Okay. That's just not necessary. But child, let's head over to Beverly Hills because they were, they were acting up as well. All right, y'all. Now, over in Beverly Hills, like I said, that is another group of women that I want to be like, y'all know we can see you, right? You know about the microphones and the cameras, stuff all y'all, right? Okay, I'm just I'm making sure, okay? Because Dorit, Miss Kimsley, PK's wife, she was acting... Let's just get into it. First things first. I have no clue why Lisa Renna is acting as if she does not care about her reputation. Like, girl, you told us that story at the beginning of the season about Harry's and his friend, okay? And then you sat here and yelled in the camera, talking about, I know I'm gonna get so much shit for not backing Denise this year and backing Erica this year. I'm telling you, I don't know. Okay. You didn't actually know about Denise either. You had no facts, but you still took it there. 
And if I'm going to be honest, if there's something I'm taking a stance of like, I don't know, I just need to talk to her first. It's probably about my friend hooking up with somebody. That's something I'm going to be like, I don't know. I'll talk to her about it. Not orphans and widows and fraud. Okay. But whatever, Lisa, you do you because what? Princesses worry about their reputation. Queens don't. Shut the fuck up. Like, actually shut the literal fuck up. You are always worried about your reputation. That's why you are the way you are. Okay? I, this is my thing about Erica. When I keep thinking about it over and over, and I've said this before, do I think that she was the head honcho in this? She spearheaded? No, fuck no. Do I think that she knew exactly what was going on? No. Do I think she had a clue and she was complacent? Yes. Ignorance is bliss. And it's not an excuse when we're talking about victims, okay? It's really not. And until this episode, she had not said one thing about a victim until Garcelle pretty much forced her hand in it. When she told her, first things first is the victims, you will be fine. She's like, oh yeah, 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 I'll, I'll I'll be fine, I'll be fine. Okay, but baby, let me tell you, Miss Sutton's gonna get to the bottom of it. If no one is, well, Sutton and the FBI, but whoever gets there first is yet to be, yet to be known, all right? Why these ladies also just sat here at Dorit's house and picked apart and realized, okay, this is where she lied, this is where she lied, this is where she lied, and then turned around and said, I don't know, I just need to ask her. I'm not asking you shit if I realize you done told me three, four, five, eleven lies. Make that make sense. You know what? I just can't. And I'm just going to point out the obvious also. Sutton and Erica are not close friends. They're not like, they filmed some scenes together at the beginning, but you're not going to sit here and act like, make me believe that they were besties. All right. Sutton is hospitable, I think, because she's in this group. And so she's like, okay, I'm just going to be cordial and nice with everybody. But Sutton being like, I don't know if I want to be around Erica right now. That's not the same as like the Fox Force phony saying, I don't want to be around Erica right now. That's different. These women expect you to come into this group and want to kiss their asses immediately. And it's so fucking annoying. All right. Now, I'm going to say something because it's been bothering me since the beginning of this season. What the fuck is going on with Dorit's hair? As a tenured weave wearer, it should not be bunching up like that in the back, ma'am. It really should not. And I know, I know you paying some money. All right. So either you need to get a new hairstylist. I don't know. I don't know. But at one point I was looking at it in the back and I was like, what the fuck is happening there? Now at this dinner, I love how Erica tries to discredit an LA Times article like it's a fucking Daily Mail or Radar Online or even page six. She goes to Sutton and she goes, you just want to ask me about some things you read in an LA Times article? It's the LA Times, Erica. Their shit is, it's in a row, okay? And there have been plenty, many other articles since then, all right? Just, you would be better off just not saying that. That's not a comment that you needed to say. And then when Sutton's like, okay, I'm sorry. You don't need to be sorry. Girl, what, what is it? I'm tired of her with that. Cause she did the same thing with Garcelle. And she was like, I'm sorry if I said, you don't need to be sorry. So are you sorry? 
because you're you've been snapping like this like what is it like Garcelle said I need Perry Mason okay because make it make sense Dorit completely sang a different tune and if she would have just been like hey listen after we met at my house I've been sitting on it I've been thinking about it and honestly this is where I stand in the words of her bestie Kyle just be honest and um, look Garcelle finna get them with that H word honest be honest okay because they love saying that to everybody else but when it comes to the Fox Sports phonies that shit doesn't apply okay even Kyle was singing a different tune again y'all know you got a camera on you right it's going to come to light all right and my thing with Erica also is she's still pushing the narrative of this three years thing when we know that some of these lawsuits are stemming from 10 years ago. And she's saying, Tom was on a decline three years ago, was on a decline. He had a major incident on a decline three years ago. You might want to switch that story up a little bit. Talk to whoever you need to talk to. All right. Because I do, as far as um, Beverly Hills and filming that goes, I do think that she, which I think is smart. She is getting advice on what she can and cannot say. Now, when it comes to her fucking Twitter, and shit like that, she's not getting good advice there. Speaking of social media. So the other day, Erica shared, somebody had shared something. One of the um, Bravo Instagrams shared something. Someone commented about Erica. Someone commented on it and said she's, you know, a walking hit or something. Something about threatening her life. And she circles it and posts it and says, threatening my life now, like what the fuck? And then that idiot, because that person is an idiot, messages her and still says a threat. And like I always say, okay, about Stasi, about, you know, every redacted celebrity, Instagram star, whatever. I'm very sure there are crazy people in your DMs saying some wild, offensive, ridiculous shit. However, that does not take away that you have also done something wrong. So while I do not absolutely can absolutely cannot condone anybody threatening anybody's life, especially over this shit, Erica, that doesn't turn you into a victim. Okay? Like of this shit. Like you're trying to spin the narrative. Same with Lisa Renna. Please do not threaten our lives. Girl, who said something to you? Now, why are you in it? You just be bringing yourself into stuff. Why are you in it? Like, please, please, okay? People are weird, all right? There is no need for people to be threatening that lady's life at all. But again, two things can be true. Those people can be weird and crazy and not be saying that shit. And you can still be in the wrong, Erica. Okay. No deflecting. Also, if y'all have noticed, I really tried, really, really tried not to bring up that lady that used to be on the show. Miss All In. However, I literally was just on Instagram and she talking about Garcelle said to production, why am I even here? I think we all said that, okay? And I said this on Instagram. Honestly, if I was fired from a show, I would wait at least two seasons to be back. But no, she is so damn thirsty. And Miss Accountability herself, oh, I cannot stand that woman. Talking about, 
Oh, I guess I just can't have an opinion then. I mean, you can have an opinion, but can you keep it off the show? Like we already said, we didn't want to see your opinion. So like, what the fuck? Okay. And then trying to paint Garcelle as in, she said that to production. Garcelle said, no, that's not true. I said it to her. I said it to her. Like, if that ain't accountability, Teddy, I don't know what is. Your problem is the accountability is not how you want it. Okay. You want her to not have said it. She says, no, I said it. And I said it to you. All right. That is accountability 101. All right. And for her ass to be sitting at that table and be like, all of us have had lawsuits. You're right. You have. Do you want to talk about yours? Because I remember. Do you want to talk about how your husband was trying to tell, threaten people and say, tell them to drop it? Because if you want to, we can. If you want to bring all that up, we come on back on the show, girl. But you don't want to. Okay. You don't want to. So just please go away from me, Teddy. But that's all I have for Beverly Hills this week. You know, next week, we ooh, this season is heating up. Next week going to be some shit, all right? I am so here for Garcelle telling every single last one of them, fuck you. Fuck you. Because she is the only one out here being honest, all right? Now, let's go ahead and wrap up this show. So per usual, do not forget to follow me over on Instagram at who asked me podcast. Um, you know, I've been doing a little bit more memes, polls, things of that nature, trying to interact with y'all a little bit more. And of course, of course, do not forget, please, please rate and review me on Apple Podcasts. Now l- l- listen up, y'all. Y'all know I'm putting out two episodes a week, okay? Because don't forget about our Bachelor in Paradise recaps coming out every Friday now. So Bravo Tuesday, Bachelor Friday. I mean, I'm doing more work for y'all. So more work equals more rewards. And a simple reward is just a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really gets me out there. Like, come on, let's be friends, okay? Friends help each other out. (laughs) uh but yes okay do not forget um also again like i said still trying to figure out some you know something for the extra content that i have rolling around in my brain for y'all um may it be maybe a patreon i'm not sure let me know give me some feedback over at the who asked me podcast instagram page um in what you want to see and how you want to see it. All right. I will talk to y'all Friday when we are talking about the mess on the beach that is Bachelor in Paradise. Bye-bye.